0: The views and opinions expressed on the Untold History Revealed podcast are solely those of the individual stating them, and are not necessarily those of the Untold History Revealed
1: owners. Now sit back and grab a cup of coffee, or tea, as we discuss some moments in history that may have been untold or forgotten.
0: Another episode of Untold History Revealed starts now.
1: Hi, gang, and welcome to another episode of Untold History Revealed. I am your host, Sean Donnelly.
0: And I'm your co-host, Marianne Donnelly.
1: Let me tell you who we are and what we're doing why we're doing this. Why are we doing this? Oh, because it's fun. Uh, We're the owners of Dark Shadow Ghost Tours and PanicD.com, and over the years we've done some research and investigations and travels and things like that and we thought we'd put together this uh podcast to talk about some historical events that you may not have known about or you forgot about them but uh basically some stuff you don't learn in school yes right mm-hmm. um
0: or at least you can only touch upon so you don't get all yeah. the details I don't
1: get all the gory details <laughs>
0: well, it's not always gory
1: well, tonight's going to be gory.
0: Well, somewhat. Somewhat. We're not going to be too gory because, you know, it's just an overview. Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> so we're talking about what are we going to title this? I don't even know. What I don't we're even gonna know do.
0: what we're going to title this on.
1: Uh, we're going to talk about: Is it possible that America's first serial killer, H. H. Holmes, could have been? England's Jack the Ripper.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Dun-dun-dun. Mm-hmm. So there's a show that we've been uh, following every Tuesday night on the History Channel. Mm-hmm. Um, American Ripper.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes.
1: With H.H. Uh, H. H. Holmes' great-great-grandson. Yes. Jeff Mudgett. Mudgett. Mm-hmm. Um, which, it's it's getting quite interesting.
0: Yeah, the, I was hooked teasing. after the first episode. They've been I'm, like, teasing definitely for yeah. You know, what did we find out? Okay, we did this test. What did we find out? You know, yeah, yeah. that stuff kills me. Like, I want to But
1: that show goes by so quick, though. It does, I wish it was
0: longer, but it does.
1: Then we got to wait till the next week, got
0: to wait for another week. Yeah.
1: But, anyways, the theory is um, from Jeff Mudget is that Jack the Ripper was his great grandfather, H.H. Holmes. Yes, um, and that's really the basis of this show is that they're trying, they're trying to
0: find forensic evidence right, to try to link the two,
1: two together right um so we haven't done a podcast on jack the ripper or on hh Holmes, which they were both yet.
0: in they're both in the queue yeah, they're, they're right? on the you list know, they're on the list of things that we're planning so we're
1: kind of like doing things a little backwards which is
0: we're sort for of the course. doing that this summer <laughs> because in part the fact that all these things that we had on the list of things we wanted to do are now becoming TV shows (laughs) and we're like, Oh my gosh, we should talk about this now.
1: Yeah. Um, so later on we'll go into more detail about Jack. Yeah. Both of
0: the, both of these individuals were individuals that were on the list originally for us to talk about. they are both on, um, my list that I teach in my forensics class. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they're on the list. Of, so so this say.
1: one, we're going to we're gonna talk about that theory. But you got a little bit about... Do you have stuff... I know you have stuff about Jack the Ripper. Do you have stuff about H.H. Holmes or... No, just... Well,
0: I didn't Jack because the Ripper I kind of, you know, know okay. a little bit about him. You know. Um, <laughs> you know.
1: But uh, for those of you who have no idea about either one of them, mm-hmm. uh, I guess uh, Google it. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, but, my gosh. <laughs> until our podcasts come out. But... Yeah. Uh, yeah, Right?
0: Kay. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I can't uh, believe you just told him to Google it. Yeah. Well, that's what now they tell us. you sound like a library.
1: That's what they tell us at we the library. We get told that no, a no, lot. Google it.
0: We get told that a lot. We got told that at the Library of Congress. And the Library of Congress said, well, you can see it online. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Why do all these libraries keep saying yeah, that? It's online. I want to see the real stuff.
1: Google it. Oh. Uh, Anyways. Uh that's what I wanted to do on this episode, but maybe we'll do that next episode to talk about our our trip this summer. Um but um
0: we went to the Library of Congress yeah. in case you didn't kind of pick up on that clue. Yeah. Well, there's a couple
1: <laughs> other things that we did. And, and, yes, you know, yes, we did. Uh so, so while in the first episode, if you are watching American uh Ripper in the first episode, they had that book.
0: Mhm. Um H.H. Holmes book.
1: Yeah, that he uh wrote a letter to the warden in handwritten Mm -hmm. letter we actually went to the library of congress and actually saw that book that's how dedicated we are folks (laughs) that's how dedicated we are we took our vacation and went and saw that book
0: we spent a a full day in there looking Uh, for our books (laughs) it was a
1: treat i'll tell you but uh
0: someday we'll have to tell you all about it
1: yeah we'll we'll put that (laughs) on the list but uh we do have our library of congress research cards we do Woo. That's right. All right. So, anyways, uh, how do we kick this off? Because you got all the notes over there. So, do you want to talk a little bit about, just a little bit about H.H. Holmes and kind of like the time frame? Because that's what this theory is based off of.
0: Okay. Well, H.H. Holmes was, um, as we mentioned already, he was uh, known as America's first serial killer. And he had a lot of uh, interesting dealings, we'll, we'll just say. He was
1: a con man. <laughs> and yeah, let's he, just say it. He okay. was a con artist.
0: All right. He was a con artist Turn who murderer. sort of <laughs> killed a few people. Yeah. You know, Nobody knows for sure how many people he killed. He varied his number in what he claimed, um, you know, depended on the time and who he was talking to, how many he, he managed to agree that he killed. Um, but... He was living in the Chicago area. Uh, he ended up going over to Europe. He, he went over in 1888-ish. Um, there are several different
1: records. Uh, I think they records. said on the show that he traveled over there several times.
0: There were several records that had different aliases of his. As you said, yeah. he was a con man. Well, there was a, a whole page I of I think them. he has like 30 aliases. Yeah. Um, and several of his aliases showed up on Boat Records. And his
1: his actual real name was Herman Mudgett.
0: Mudgett. Right, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: okay.
0: Yeah, so he uh, ended up going over to lo- the London area at the time when the Whitechapel murders of Jack the Ripper actually occurred. And based on the fact that some of the... Um, Some of the murders seem to have a more doctor-like motif, I guess you should say, Um, that uh, since he, Herman Mudgett, H.H. Holmes, had some
2: background
0: in medical history and medical dealings, He, he went to med school or what have you, and they said well maybe maybe he kind of could be him you know he's over there he's doing these things and he was well known here in the united states for obviously the murders and then selling the skeletons of some of his murder victims uh as you know anatomical um skeletons for for university
1: yeah, that was a side job. It was
0: a side job, yeah. yeah. So the, the idea was that maybe he was over there and he was doing the same kind of thing. So that's kind of the idea and how that theory came to being.
1: Yeah. So there was a uh, break in time of murders that took place in the United States. Then they picked yes. up over there. Then and then they, they picked back up Suddenly again. stopped over there and then picked back up over here. Yes, I, find, I think, was it the last episode that we watched where they found those murders around New York? Yes. That was mm-hmm. Jack the Ripper-like. Yes. That's the way they described it in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. That was quite interesting. Yeah.
0: So, now, there were several people besides him that have been throughout the years identified as potential... Jack the um, Ripper. Jack the Ripper... Persons of interest. Um, and... There's a lot of them that are new that have just been coming out in in recent years. H.H. Holmes is one of the one of the ones that is listed as the um, newer ones. The um, what do you, what's the word I'm looking for? Not historical, but uh, like now, <laughs> chosen now. I, I can't. I don't modern. know. modern. Modern. Thank you. Oh, there you one go. of the modern uh, ideas of who it could be. So
1: tell us a little bit about Jack the Ripper.
0: Well, Jack the Ripper um, had what seemed to be um, increasing nastiness uh, from from the first what murder. What he did to the victim? Yes, victims. yes, yeah. from the first murder to, to his last. Um, he is credited with five official Jack the Ripper murders, but some people say it could be as many as 11. Um, now... If some of the latter ones, some of the ones that make up to the 11, would be considered Jack the Rippers, then maybe it wouldn't be H.H. H. Holmes because they ended up happening after H.H. H. Holmes had already come back to the United States. But they have not been actually officially tied together by the to police. Jack the, the police have only they identified could have just five. Been copycats. That could be well, yeah. as well, yeah. Um, but he, he did um, So Jack the Ripper
1: up. was an unsolved case. Yes. H.H. Uh, H. H. Holmes, basic, well, he was actually incarcerated and executed for his crimes, they think. <laughs> uh, you know, that's part of the show. Yeah, that's part that, of the show. You know, this guy was a con man. Was it actually H.H. H. Holmes that Yeah,
0: I think it was in March maybe of executed. this year. Executed, they don't know. I think it was in march of this year they officially are going are were saying that they were going to allow uh jeff mudgett to have um access to the the actual hh holmes mm, burial burial site Mm -hmm. and uh he was going to be allowed to do dna testing on that i believe Um, but i know he was allowed to have it uh for i believe 120 days once they ask excavated um we don't know what the results are yet we have to wait that's part of the show and he can't tell us what the answers are um Um, yeah
1: yeah but jack the ripper was never solved
0: right his was never solved they did arrest several people for jack the ripper killings but then they were always subsequently released based on evidence that didn't fit or what have you um But he did remove organs from his victims, um, did leave notes to the police. In fact, when I started watching. I thought he
1: sent notes to the police. Yeah, he did. Didn't leave them, he sent them. Well, yeah, he sent them.
0: He kind of left a calling card, so to say, at the sites because he was leaving markings on the victims as well. Supposedly X's on their cheeks and things like that. So he was sort of leaving them clues, but then he did officially send them notes or letters uh, as well. Which
1: some of that stuff they didn't give to the public. Right. The the markings that he left on the bodies, which is why... I think what they said in the show is why it ties some of those murders back here to the United States because they had the same markings. Mm-hmm. Like he yes. was leaving them little mm-hmm. symbols on the right. bodies. Yeah, yeah. Sick. Anyway, they're,
0: they're they're interesting folks, people. She's sitting here smiling. They're interesting okay. people. If I
1: ever come up missing.
0: <laughs> hey, I told his mom that a long time ago. <laughs> but anyhow. um, All of the murders that were associated with Jack the Ripper were in 1888. The ones that the official ones uh, were all 1888 from August to November of 1888. And in fact, um, in the show, if you're watching the show, they kind of um, brought up a point that there were a lot of murders that were deemed suicides um, that were, you know, slashes across the neck. And they were deemed suicides. That was here in the United States. Well, I find I found it interesting that the um police over in Whitechapel actually um one of the suspects at the time was a guy named um Montague John Druitt and he was actually only named a suspect because he committed suicide. <laughs> near the time of one of the murders and they're like oh he must have committed suicide because of the murders
1: because of the guilt yeah Yeah.
0: but obviously there was nothing else tying him to that but i found that quite interesting especially when you tie it to the suicides that were happening here in the united states that everything was being listed as a suicide when they were clearly i mean who who can slice their own neck open no i i I think that there was some study at some point where, you know, they said that your brain won't allow you to do that.
1: Yeah, it would be very hard to do. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, anyway, what else would you like to know?
1: Well, we talked about who H.H. Holmes was and who Jack the Ripper was Mm -hmm. and uh, some of the stuff of Tynan. Who were some of the other uh, suspects for Jack the Ripper?
0: Well, I mentioned um, Druitt. There was also a guy uh, named um, Surin... Klasowski. Um, he kind of uh, changed his name. He moved to the, the London area uh, in 1887, 1888. So he wasn't like originally from there, but he, he moved there. And he changed his name while he was there. In 1893, he actually changed his name to George Chapman. Hmm. So why did he change his name? I don't know what's with all these name changes back then. But he was a barber in Whitechapel at the time of the murders. And uh, he was hanged in 1903. Want to know why? Yeah, please. Because he poisoned three of his wives.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Not one, not two. Three. Three. I don't know how many wives he had, but he was (laughs) hanged for 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 (laughs) poisoning poisoning three three of them. them. (laughs) Yeah, so he was... um, He was a barber at the time, and and he was looked into. Um, There was a guy named uh, Michael Ostrog, but it turned out when they did some research, he was actually in jail at the time of the murders, so So he he couldn't couldn't have done it. it. Um, but it brings up that point with, um, H.H. Holmes was he was a, he was a doctor. He was a Russian doctor. And so that's again, why they were kind of looking at him, um, this
1: guy, this guy,
0: right. Um, and of course they were potentially looking for a doctor. So, you know, anyway, um, there was also a guy named John Pizer. He was a bootmaker in Whitechapel, but he had an alibi for two of the murders. So he was kind of let go, um, but he did have a prior conviction of a, of a, for a stabbing, so like they were like, oh, well, maybe he did it. Um, there was a guy named James Thomas Sadler, and he was looked into and actually arrested for the murder of Francis Coles, who is theoretically one of those extra Ripper murders. Mm-hmm. Um, But he was ended up he ended up being released um, and he was actually the last of the um, suspects to be added by the actual police themselves. But he was released. There's a guy named Aaron Kosminski, and I'm going to come back to him at some point here in our talk today. Um, But he was a hairdresser in Whitechapel and um, he had a great hatred of women and he was listed by one of the investigators as having a great hatred of women with strong homicidal tendencies. Oh, nice. Yeah. So in 1894, they actually said, you know, it might be him, but we're going to come back to him because I have some some more recent data about him. Uh, And then there's a guy named Francis um, Tomletty. He was an American. He was an Irish-American, and he was, who, if, it's, if, if it turns out that H.H. Holmes is not him, mm-hmm. it could be this guy who was um, the person, I, I guess I should have prefaced that better, their theory is that the Scotland Yard came here to the United, or sent information to the United States that they were looking for an American doctor. Mm -hmm. And that's something that has come out in the show and things like that. Um, This guy was an Irish-American who was an Indian herb doctor. Now, I don't know if he specifically focused on herbs and supplements or not, but he was actually looked at by Scotland Yard. And Scotland Yard actually tried to have him um, uh, extradited back to England because he had come back here to the United States. They actually, Scotland Yard actually tried to get this particular doctor. And so that's interesting to me. Did Scotland
1: Yard look at H.H. Holmes at all?
0: I don't know if they specifically looked at him. I don't think that they did, but I can't, I can't say to that specifically. Um, but they were looking at potentially an, an American, American doctor. doctor. And this guy was an Irish-American herb doctor, and they tried to extradite him. Um, he was actually arrested in 1888, get this, two days before one of the murders in London. Um, he was actually, uh, November 7th, he was arrested for indecent, or gross, gross indecent uh, acts, of a homosexual nature supposedly um but you're gonna love this guy you're gonna love this guy he supposedly despised women and prostitutes in particular due to a failed marriage to a prostitute
1: why would i love this guy (laughs) i'm trying I'm, i'm hanging on every word saying why is she saying this
0: so He marries a prostitute, and it didn't work out so well, so he apparently hates them. But he also... I know, I know. But he also had a dinner party in Washington, D.C., for all men. A dinner party for all men. Okay. Where he shows off a collection of female reproductive structures. So he brings out this collection of female reproductive organs... During this dinner party. And he says that he has a piece or a, um, a display for every class of women in this in this collection. And he was arrested in 1865 for complicity in the Lincoln assassination. Really? See, I told you you were going to like this guy.
1: Well, I don't. I don't see the correlation. Why I would like this guy? Because
0: of the Lincoln, the Lincoln okay. conspiracy thing. He was he was actually arrested for complicity in the Lincoln assassination. Well, I, but part, he was released. What role did
1: he play? He, I, don't I
0: don't know what role he played. He was actually released though, without God. being hanged with the others. So he was, <coughs> you know, he was looked at. Okay. The only problem I have with this guy because I really like this guy. I still
1: don't understand why you think <laughs> I would just love this guy.
0: I mean, who has these cool dinner parties? Um, but anyway, Jeez, oh man. I, I, this guy here, the only problem that I have with him is I think he was too old. Because Jack the Ripper was supposedly um, in his 20s, 30s-ish um, middle age. Late 20s, early 30s. This guy was born in 1933. He was arrested in 1865. So, like, literally by the time you get to 1888, he's like about 50 which makes him a little too old yeah but everything else for me i'm like this guy is somebody to look at um but he was he was looked and this at. is the one that they this tried is the one ex- that scotland extradite. yard wanted to extradite but the See united why. states said no bring your collection the united states actually said no because um they didn't think there was enough of a connection for these murders for this guy and they're like yeah we don't really think that there's enough to to send him over
1: Jeez.
0: yeah yeah so anyway those are the major suspects that they've had um and these are the ones that were major suspects by the police at that time obviously h.h H. holmes and several others have been added to the list there were hundreds who were actually looked at throughout the throughout the you know century and but these were the ones that the police really liked a lot.
1: So do you have anything on the victims?
0: Uh, what do you want to know?
1: Jack the Ripper victims. The Jack the Ripper to victims? I'm go over those a little bit before uh, we take a break, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about the correlation between Jack the Ripper and H.H.
0: Okay. H. Holmes. Okay, but, um, well, um, the first one that is associated with H. H., with H.H. H. Holmes, with Jack the Ripper, uh, would be Marianne Nichols. Um, and she was murdered on August 31st. These were all, all of his were in 1888 that have that been deemed by, okay. by the police. Um, then there was Annie Chapman. That was September 8th. That's the one that is two days off from when that, you know, good doctor from uh, the United States there, Tumblety, actually was arrested. Um, then they had the two on September 30th. That was um, Elizabeth Stride and Catherine Eddowes. And then there was Mary Jane Kelly on November 9th. So those are the the ones that are all associated with Jack the Ripper and have been deemed as Jack the Ripper killings. And then stopped. And then they stopped. But there were 11 altogether that some people said were his. uh, But these are the only ones that literally were identified by the police as being ripper victims.
1: Okay. Well, let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and talk about the
0: uh... okay. okay. All right.
1: All right. So, uh we'll be back uh real shortly. Hold on.
2: Calendars, close your doors, and turn off all the lights. As twice a month, BTE Radio brings you a new episode of the Haunted Spotlight. Sean and Marianne Donnelly of Dark Shadow Ghost Tours dig deep into the archives of the Panic D database and take you inside a different location with each new episode. Learn the rich history and hear the paranormal claims of some of the most infamous and unsuspecting locations from around the country. Ever wonder what roams the property or lurks behind those closed doors? Curious about the true history of that creepy house that sits down the street? Want to know what evidence a paranormal investigation group may have captured? Then find out every other Sunday and tune in to BTE Radio for another chilling episode of The Haunted Spotlight, if you dare. <laughs>
1: All right, we are back, and we are talking about whether H.H. Holmes was Jack the Ripper. Mm -hmm. Um, So you you have another thing that's kind of interesting. You just told me during break, actually, that, uh, and I didn't know this. See, I'm learning too, folks. Um, (laughs) The first uh, criminal profile was done on Jack the Ripper.
0: Yeah, the very first criminal profile that was ever created, you know, who are we looking for, what's the profile, um, was actually Jack the Ripper.
1: So what do you got? You actually have it there. I do. Its is quite interesting.
0: I do. Um, it was a police surgeon named Thomas Bond, who was actually the one who um, was asked to give his opinion um, based on the murderer's surgical skill and knowledge after looking at the bodies and the victims and who, who would we be looking for? So he looked at that and he said that the unknown uh, offender would be uh, someone who was alone, physically strong, composed, and daring. He would be quiet, harmless in appearance, possibly middle-aged, neatly attired, probably wearing a cloak to hide the bloody effects of his attacks out in the open. He would be a loner without a real occupation. He would be eccentric and mentally unstable. He might even suffer from a sexual deviancy that's today known as hypersexuality or promiscuity. But he believed that the offender would have had no anatomical knowledge and certainly could not have been a surgeon or a butcher. His profile was that the murderer must have been a man of physical strength, great coolness and daring, subject to periodic attacks of homicidal and erotic mania. The characters of the mutilations indicate that the man may have been in a condition sexually that may be called satiriasis, which is that sexual promiscuity. But what's interesting about this is that there's so many people today who say... This guy had medical, surgical knowledge, but here's this guy who was, well, was a surgeon, a surgeon and he he's mean. saying, There ain't no way that this guy knew what he was doing. And I find that very interesting, and that's one of the things that it just pling, pling, yeah. <laughs> pling, right on that nerve there. Like, seriously, he, he said that? But something that he saw told him that it wasn't. It wasn't good enough. He, this guy wasn't up to the snuff.
1: But you know, I don't know. I, I it, it could be too. And what they're, what they're saying is, is that whoever was doing it was, was looking for, learning the anatomy, learning that kind of stuff.
0: Right. Plus, plus the rushed nature. I mean, he's doing this out in the yeah. middle of the streets and things like that. He was definitely rushed. And
1: Holmes was known for
0: practicing practicing
1: on cadavers and doing those things and like he that loved and that looking stuff, yeah. for how the body worked and mm-hmm. oh here's the liver i'm gonna sell that i could get five cents for that you know <laughs> that kind of stuff so you know not i don't think i've ever heard that holmes was a surgical master you know what i mean like the way he would enter the body as if it wouldn't to cause damage type thing as a surgeon would. He would just hack it up to get to the parts.
0: Yeah, he had he had surgery Like a surgeon training. would enter training. the body
1: so that the causes yeah. less damage as possible and seal it back up for as less scarring as possible. I don't think H.H. Holmes really cared.
0: No, I don't think he really cared It was cared like ripping either. over yeah. in a
1: Christmas package. <laughs> <EDO>. <laughs> well. well, you fold the paper, but...
0: I do, I do. So
1: you have surgical precision, mm-hmm. where others just rip it open and see what's inside. See what I'm, the point I'm trying to make? I do. That was a really good analogy, wasn't it? <laughs> kind of sick, but...
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well then. What
1: else you got over there?
0: All right, well, if you've been watching the, the American Ripper show, you know that one of the things that they uh, wanted to test was the Catherine Edo's shawl, which had been stolen from the crime scene, okay? And when I saw that portion, I was like, yeah, I don't really care what the results are of this. I mean, it would be cool if it matched Jeff, but uh, I don't really care about the results because I don't trust the the shawl. And the reason behind that is um, and f- for those of you who don't know, I don't know, are we allow- Do Should we tell them that it, the results of Jeff's test? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it proved that, it, it showed that Jeff Mudgett, his um, DNA uh, relative was not found on the sections of the shawl that were available for testing. Okay. Um, but I don't like the shawl because of the chain of custody, Now, in my forensics class, I actually have my kids read an article um, that was um, written back in 2014, and it basically shows that there was no chain of custody from the beginning of this shawl. Um, The gentleman um, who got the shawl was actually one of the... um, it was one of the sergeants, one of the police officers at the Catherine Eddowes murder site and uh, the crime scene. It was Sergeant Amos Simpson. And basically, he swiped it that night because he thought it would be a cool gift for his wife.
1: Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, honey.
0: So he, he stole it from the crime scene, basically. I'm, I mean... Who's going to say, yeah, sure, that sounds like a great thing. Take it from the crime scene. And he gave it to her? He gave it to her. Now, she was freaked out by it, and she's like, I don't want this. (laughs) So she actually supposedly took it and stuck it in the attic of her house and left it there. And it kind of just passed through um, the generations of his family. And eventually, in 2007, I believe it was... um, he actually, the, the the descendant actually sold it to a gentleman named Russell Edwards, and he bought it. Uh, it was two thousand seven at an auction in Bury St Edmunds, Suff, Suffolk. Now I don't know how much he paid for it, but he paid for it, and he said, "Oh, look, there's still there's still stains on here," and he's like, "Ooh." And so he supposedly then tracked down all the, through all kinds of research, he tracked down descendants of both Catherine Eddowes and Aaron Kosminski, Kus- who was one of, if you remember, the suspects at the time that I said, oh, we'll come back to him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, presumably, he was able to find the descendants, and he had their DNA tested against the stains that were found on the shawl and this testing was done by somebody named Jerry Lou I know I destroyed that person's name I apologize who was a molecular biologist at Liverpool John Moore's University and supposedly they found a match to both Catherine Eddowes and to Kosminski on this shawl.
1: Now, why do you say supposedly?
0: I say supposedly because, according to the article, um, they got a ninety-nine point two percent match and a perfect one hundred percent match. If these were descendants, they wouldn't have been. They 100%. would never get a hundred percent match ever. Ninety-nine point two. Is high. I I'm just not sure about that. I'm not trusting the. I'm not trusting that data. But also, who's to say that Kasminski wasn't just one of her Johns?
1: True. Yeah.
0: You know it. It very well could have been been just some guy that you know hired her. Um, In in addition, who I, I just. We have no chain of custody on that yeah. at all. It's stuck in the stick attic. It. Some guy stole it, stuck it in the attic. I'm sure that over yeah. the years people pulled it out. and was like, hey, look at this thing. you know?
1: So when in doubt, throw, throw it out. It out.
0: Yeah. yeah, and so then when, when they brought it up on the show on American Ripper and they had just a couple little pieces, I, I was curious to see if they ended up having it tested against any of you know Edo's red, red uh, relatives or anything they didn't bring that out i don't know if they did or didn't um, but it did not match jeff mudget at all mm-hmm. but it could have been a
1: different piece and it could have
0: been a different piece, it of, the a
1: different piece of the shawl but then again
0: you know yeah yeah, yeah. So, right, so i don't like i don't like the shawl
1: Period. All right, so you're out of stuff over there?
0: Yeah, now okay. we can talk about whatever right, you so want. So let's
1: talk about the show a little bit. Okay. Um, you know, the first episode, it was It was, it was pretty the slowest good, one. But it was a little slow. Yeah, yeah I was kind of getting started. They were
0: kind of just telling you what they were going to do. The book was cool. You know? Yes.
1: Um, yeah, giving a little background. But then it started getting really interesting, mm-hmm. the second episode. I don't remember which episode it was, but I was really, I was sold when... The, They had that uh, forensic artist draw that, you know, based on the description of Jack the Ripper, they did the facial reconstruction drawing, Mm -hmm. and then they overlaid the two over H.H. Holmes, and it was like, yeah, match.
0: Yes, they they did um, facial drawings, facial sketches based on um, 13 eyewitness descriptions of, H- of uh, Jack, the Jack the Ripper, and they compared it then to a picture of H.H. H. Holmes, and they were remarkably similar. Remarkably similar.
1: What else uh, sticks out well, to you? Well, just with
0: with that, um, there are some of these other suspects that kind of resembled H.H. H. Holmes. I'm just saying, you know, there's a lot of guys that look like that, but I'm telling you, it looked a lot like H.H. H. Holmes when you lay that out, and it was amazing. So the, that and the DNA, um, they're doing some um, digging in, in the river.
1: Yeah, that's what they're doing now. Is they're
0: not sure about that one myself.
1: Dredging the river, um, looking for... Potential,
0: potential body parts, parts in... Yeah. Cement, because H.H. Holmes...
1: It's kind of upset that they can't do the excavation at the um, location of the... Oh, what was the name of his house? Was
0: the that, Murder Castle. The Murder
1: Castle, yeah, mm-hmm. which now sits a federal post office, and they basically mm-hmm. said no.
0: They
1: um, they but,
0: flat out <laughs> said no. They didn't say they basically, they no. flat out said no.
1: Because um, it had been kind of interesting to see what was in that basement that they didn't collect...
0: Yeah, well but they they wanted to dig were up the yard.
1: Of, hundreds and hundreds of people that were killed yeah. in the house. Yeah,
0: they wanted to dig up the yard because the basement of the house would have theoretically been under the yard, the yard of the current post office. Um but they were denied that. It would be interesting to see what was down there, but you know, it is <laughs> what it is. It's one it's another one of those um we see it a lot where, you know, we could answer this, but oh, yeah. we're just not allowed solved, we're but, just not allowed to touch that evidence. But,
1: you know, for the sake of preserving yes. certain things. We're which not is, going to do is that. Which is why
0: I'm really interested in seeing what, what happens with the excavation I, of H. H. Holmes it, site.
1: Everything that I'm starting to think of, it's all the government. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh,
0: but I am interested. I am interested in seeing if if it is in fact H.H. Holmes in the grave.
2: Yeah, um, that's that gonna will be. be
0: that's going to be really interesting to me. <laughs> um, but I'm also interested in seeing if they can officially tie him to Jack the Ripper. There's a lot of things that literally they do. They seem to match up. Well, um, just the
1: fact that they found those killings around the time that H. H. Holmes would have been in New York, right? That match the same description of Jack the Ripper, and they stated in the paper that they in were, the newspaper articles, they were in the yeah. what was it something like in the, in manner, the, style of of, the, in the manner of Jack the Ripper, of it's like, are you kidding me? And he would have been there at that time, mm-hmm. and you know, I don't know.
0: But. Yeah, I think that I think the biggest thing for the tie together between them. Uh, is the timeline? Yes. And secondarily, the idea of the cutting up of the bodies and the and the removing of body parts, uh, which seems so to me be something that was out big those, for Holmes. You said as well. there
1: were there were at there least was, a hundreds. Or there whatever. were hundreds of. Have they suspects? ruled out?
0: They ruled almost out almost all a, the other ones. Yeah, they ruled out a lot of them.
1: So it's still they don't know.
0: Right. It, it is sure. still it is still, still an unsolved. open case, yeah. so to say. You know. Um, but that's another thing, you know, we talk about it in these podcasts several times about, um, the evidence, oh, we're not allowed to see it. You're not allowed to test it. Um, or it was lost. Lost. Yeah. The Jack the Ripper notes, the letters that he sent were lost as well. They only have photocopies of them. Which, I want to know, when they when they took those photocopies and made those photocopies, <laughs> you know, when did they do that? And they're in color.
1: Follow the money. But. The originals are probably in a private collection somewhere, somebody wealthy.
0: I'm telling you, there's a lot of stuff in private collections that I'd like to you get my hands them, on. No, I don't no. have them. I wish I did. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 one of those things where it could very well be. It could also show that it isn't. But um, there are things that do point in his direction.
1: So do you have anything else to add before I ask you the question about your thoughts?
0: Um.
1: Anything about the show that swayed you either way, yes or no?
0: Anything about the show that swayed me, yes or no? So far. Um, I mean, the yeah, it's only halfway on. through. Um, I, I really like the facial drawing um, and the fact that they were, you know, able to get the information from 13 eyewitnesses. That was amazing. And just the fact that it looks a lot like Jack the Ripper. Um, and then the timeline, and where things disappeared from the timeline in America, showed up yeah. in Whitechapel, and then disappeared in Whitechapel, and showed back up in America. It and it and it always seemed to follow, you know, similar circumstances. And they had those ship
1: manifest that had listed on there at the time some of Holmes's aliases, right? You know, so he was. You know, and I—I I found that that part kind of funny. It's like, well, they didn't ask for ID then when you got on a ship. You know, now it's like you can't even think about breathing towards the direction of the ship unless you have a passport, driver's license. You know,
0: <laughs> yes. do you have
1: photo ID? Do you have this? Do you have that? Yeah. And what are you declaring and all that stuff like that?
0: But, yeah, but back in the day, they—they they really didn't do that. You know, no. you had money, and they said, "Okay, I'll take yeah. you on."
1: Yeah, I'm George Bisker.
0: <laughs> what about you? What what things uh, were were well, poignant think the, for you? I
1: think the timeline, yes, definitely, and the 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 um, sketch mm-hmm. was definitely uh, you know it, it that was, it, it was your just aha. so close. Oh yeah, it was like, are you kidding me? You know, um, and then just the the nature of the crimes was just brutal. I mean, disemboweling right in the middle of the street. I mean, that th- that takes a sick individual to even think about doing that, something like that to somebody. So, you know, the the mindset, and I know we didn't do a podcast on H.H. Holmes, but... Yet. Th- that guy was just sick anyways. So, th- to know that there would be two people out there like that. And then why did it stop? It was just that time period and then they stopped you know that that to me is kind of like weird you would think it would keep going until they either caught somebody or
0: mm-hmm. you know well uh, several of the the suspects ended up um in asylums so they're like well that's why it stopped is they were in an asylum or that one committed suicide so like a lot of them that was why they said that it stopped. Oh, well, and so would Yeah, so that kind of helped H.H. H. Holmes come back to the United States and get away with it if it was him.
1: Yeah. So what do you think? Do you think it was him?
0: It's plausible.
1: Percentage. Out of 100, what are you thinking? What are you leaning towards? Because I'm at about 90%.
0: Yeah. I was more at 60 or I 70. I would like to see
1: DNA somehow tying DNA to Jack the Ripper uh, to Jeff Mudgett somehow. Yeah. And it would just say, bam. Yeah. That's it. But I don't think it would it, ever happen. I I, I have to say that, that even
0: though, yeah, even though I don't like the Catherine Eddowes Shawl
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they were, everybody was all disappointed when Jeff Mudgett didn't, you know, match. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Uh, okay, but if it would have matched, oh. bam, that would have been it, you know."
1: But then again, the show would have been over.
0: <laughs> That's true. Of course, That's they true. could have put that towards the they end. They could have, I guess, yeah. yeah, yeah. So,
1: percentage wise, I, I was,
0: it. I was thinking somewhere between sixty and seventy. There's really? so, there's so much stuff that you you will just never be able to know. We'll never be able to collect. We'll never be able to have to study and because all that stuff is missing I just think it's going to be really hard to officially pin it on anyone although there are people lots of people who say oh it is definitely this person and this is why and it's definitely this person oh, and this is why volumes of books that are out yeah. there
1: on different theories of this. Yeah. but um I don't know I find this one kind of compelling mm-hmm. so
0: and your your percentage was 90
1: yeah I'm around 90% You're about
0: 90. we'll have to uh come back at the end of the American Ripper show when we do up one on Jack the Ripper or on uh, H.H. Holmes and and give our official, hey, this is what we really think now. Once we see all the evidence that they've dug up. That's one thing that I'm really liking about it, it, about the American Ripper show is that they are showing, okay, this is what happens. This is what we're doing. This is why we're doing it. They're trying to show those links. They're explaining it. And they're Not just showing you the stuff that shows it was him, they're showing you the stuff that says, Oh, this didn't work.
1: Could take you another yeah. Oh, the
0: DNA didn't match, you know. They could have clearly just cut that out. What's his partner's name? Uh, Amaryllis Fox,
1: Amaryllis, yeah, yeah. Because I want to give a shout out to him. I mean, because if you guys haven't seen the show, it's on the History Channel
0: Tuesday nights,
1: Tuesday nights,
0: 10 o'clock.
1: 10 o'clock eastern, eastern time. time yeah um american ripper and it starts not at 10 it's like 10.03 or 10.05 <laughs> it's like a weird time it but starts.
0: It, it's supposed to start at 10 but yeah. sometimes that other show yeah seems well, to we
1: won't talk show about over that other show, yeah but um yeah tune in just kind of see what we're talking about it is quite compelling and yeah before you know it's it, interesting before you know it, the show's over it, it is every like,
0: tuesday night it's like uh we start watching it and then it's just like over and i'm like really it's yeah. over already Blink, it's over yeah but that's what i'm liking about that show is it's that like they're like showing
1: all done i want to see if we get to buy like buy the whole thing
0: i looked at history channel and oh, okay. right now their their um store is down yeah well you're like catch, coming soon you the you store past <laughs>
1: episodes on the history.com too i think yes uh, yeah but um i'm sure they'll come out with it somehow
0: i hope so but, uh, i i definitely want a copy
1: So, hey, if you would like uh, to tell us your thoughts, get a hold of us. Um, Let us know if uh, you have any theories or if you saw the show and have any comments, whatever. Uh, You can get a hold of us through our website, which is untoldhistoryrevealed.blogspot.com. There's a little form on there on the right-hand side. You can scroll down and it'll send us an email.
0: Yeah, and I and I by the way I I do apologize for us for tonight because we were sort of cryptic here and there and like well a little bit of this because we do still want to do a show on each one of these guys. Yeah, we separately. didn't want to go into we too much want, detail, but yeah,
1: uh, and we'll do that. Yeah, but sometimes when we go into detail, we just don't sit here and talk. It's like two episodes. It is It's like two hours. Yes. So I just I told her, hey, you know what? We got to record a podcast for tonight. Uh, let's just talk about the show. So. This was supposed to just be a discussion. Well, you got a little bit more evidence over there.
0: Well, I had stuff that I had from my class that I teach, so I kind of brought a little bit of that to the table. But, you know, we did talk about the show. Yeah, we
1: did. (laughs) Um, So I guess that's going to wrap it up for this week. Um, We'll be back next week, Wednesday, at 9 p.m. for next episode. Don't know what we're going to talk about yet, but... uh, until next time,
0: thanks for listening.
1: You've been listening to
0: Untold History.